G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. And you're listening to 2020. It's Alan Lee standing in for Neil Johnson on this Tuesday. Now, Australia is one of the few areas that gets to see today's non-central annular eclipse of the sun. That's providing aren't any clouds around. The best view is apparently in Antarctica to an audience of penguins. But on the line now is James Barkley. He'll have a pretty good view. He's a professional astronomer and the owner of the Maidenwell Observatory in Queensland. Uh, James, good morning. Good morning, Alan. Uh, What is it that, that causes an eclipse like this? Just take us through the mechanics of it. Okay, well, there's three types of eclipses. Um, uh, there's partial, lunar, uh, partial, when you only see a part of an eclipse. Like like a couple of weeks ago, we had the red moon. We had a partial lunar eclipse because the moon rose during totality and we saw the end of it, so we only saw a part of it, and mm. partial. Totality is when the moon or the sun is completely covered by the Earth's shadow or by the moon itself. <clears throat> and the third is annular. And an annular eclipse, um, you remember that a, to- a total solar eclipse, the moon is much closer to the Earth, so therefore the disk appears bigger, which when it passes in front of the sun completely obliviates, or not obliviates, but completely blocks the sun, sun's disk. So hence we have a, a total solar eclipse. And that's when you see the, the sort of the yes, corona around the the diamond ring and, yeah. the, and the corona. Now, when the moon is further from the Earth, between us and the sun, the moon's disk is a little bit smaller in apparent size, so therefore it doesn't cover the disk of the sun, and it looks like, like, a, like a washer. Oh, right. Um, like a, like a, a small washer. And, um, and this is what's happening down in the Antarctic. That's a, it's an annual eclipse. These annual eclipses, um, you get a couple of times a year, a total, so a couple of times a year. And, but here in southeast Queensland, those um, lucky enough to get a clear view uh, to the west this afternoon, or the evening, I should say, the eclipse kicks in around half past four. And as the sun's going down, the sun will set at about 20 to 6. So you'll have a good, um, uh, a good hour. And as, as it's going down, if there's a lot of muck and dirt in the atmosphere, Alan, um, you generally see, you know, the big disk of the sun. It looks quite uh, spectacular, and if, particularly when there's bushfires around. <laughs> um, but we advise people not to, for obvious reasons, look at the sun. Um, for obvious reasons, but um, yeah, we do have solar glasses. But um, I, you know, because the sun's going to be such a low altitude, almost uh, just a, just a few finger spans above the horizon. Uh, I think I've done this before. You, you'd be quite safe to, um, you know, a thick pair of sunglasses, something like that. You know, even two pairs of sunglasses or something. That would be at least a lot of protection, but I wouldn't advise it had it been higher in the sky. But um, again, it's going to depend on 
the the muck in the atmosphere yeah. close to the horizon. So, um, but normally you'd wear those sol- those those proper solar glasses. So, half past four to half past five, the the sun will start to appear as though it'll be like a like a like a, a like a, a fat crescent moon. So it's about thirty seven percent of the sun will be obscured by the new moon. Will that actually make the Will it make it feel darker, or will it not actually make that um, much difference? Marginally so. I don't think um, 37% is not ma- mm. not that much, really. Um, <clears throat> but then um, those who um, are much further west, uh, if we have listeners to this program right now, uh, the further west you are, obviously um, those in South Australia and Western Australia are going to get to see a lot more of it, obviously because they're further west and... Um, the Earth rotates at 15 degrees an hour, so um, at half past four when the eclipse starts for us, um, it's only half past two in the afternoon over in South Australia, so um, uh, in Western Australia, so or um, four o'clock for South, for South Australians and the Northern Territory. And so those on the other side of the borders will of Queensland will get to see a lot more, but certainly the further west you are, it will appear marginally higher in the sky. So um, it all depends on again the atmospherics and whether there's cloud cover or not, you know. So, but here on the eastern side of the country, um, they will get to see um, a very small portion of it. But certainly, there would be expeditions, no doubt, going down to somewhere the Antarctica. <laughs> that um, an annual eclipse is just as important as a, as a as a total. It does allow us to study the the sun's corona and also the the, the solar prominences, but mainly the, the corona itself, which is the hot, invisible gas that surrounds the sun. So we we normally can't get to see that because the sun no, is so we bright. had a totally close solar eclipse back in in on November the fourteenth, two thousand and twelve. Will you remember that? Mm. That was up in Cairns. I, I I was on Norfolk Island at the time, and I I was looking after three thousand people on the island. We all <laughs> went live with a radio, and uh, every man his dog had a pair of solar glasses, and. Um, <laughs> The temperature did drop. It dropped down by one and a half degrees. You can see the shadow of the Earth coming across the South Pacific. It was just absolutely gorgeous. Wow. And um, some parts of North Queensland didn't get to see the total solar eclipse. We won't get another total solar eclipse, Alan, for um, quite a few decades. But while I got your uh, uh, listeners' attention, mm-hmm. we do have a total lunar eclipse coming up in on, on October the 8th this year. And that will be seen from all over um, most of Australia. And what will that look like? That that's when the moon turns red. Oh, so that'll be yeah. That's when the moon um, slides into the shadow of the Earth. Exciting times. Now, I should just mention that, that your observatory at Maidenwell is is open to the public, isn't it? You, yes, you do school. Uh, the Maidenwell Observatory, um, MaidenwellObservatory.com dot com is our website, and we've 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 had the observatory established for public outreach now for the last ten years. And over the last 10 years, we've had 18,000, 19,000 people through the doors looking at the night skies. We don't have the light pollution. And Maidenwell is only um, next door to the Bunya Mountains and um, close to Nango and Kingaroy on in the South Burnett. So it's it's quite a um, quite a nice spot there. And uh, as I said, we don't have the light pollution. The skies are quite dark. And um, we have very three very large telescopes that people come to... Uh, to look at the cosmos through and get to see uh, galaxies and nebulae. And astronomy, Alan, is a science where it doesn't recognise any age, creed or colour. So, look, we've had 
um, children as young as uh, five years old to um, to seniors in um, 100 plus. We had a lady there who was 108, 106 wow. years old. It's up to the individual. It's uh, as we say, it's your universe. Go see it. Fantastic. James, thank you so much for your time. It's, it's good to talk to you. I have a feeling we'll talk to you again sometime. Thanks very much, Alan. And um, as I said, the, the eclipse starts at uh, half past four this afternoon and then it sets at half past five. So um, hopefully uh, our listeners will get to see something. And that's James Buckley from the Maidenwell Observatory in Queensland. And we'll put a link through to his observatory on our Facebook page so you can see a bit more about what he does. You're listening to 2020. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.